Peace and blessings unto you, brothers and sisters. I am your brother from the 12 tribes of Israel congregation. Thank you for visiting our websites, which are 12t.co or riseisrael.com. For more information, questions, or suggestions, please give us a call at a toll-free number, which is 888-447-1695. Or you can email us at subscribe at riseisrael.com. Now everybody telling me a lie Know they give me something for my soul See, I don't want to think of suicide So please don't take the lucky on my door Today's lesson is renewing our days as of old. Previously, we recorded this topic, which is something that we try to do every month. And this topic is basically going into how there's two calendars that exist in this world. One that belongs to the Heavenly Father and the other one that is the one that the world uses and is popular and is everywhere, to put it in plain words, belongs to the devil, belongs to Satan. Now, tonight, April 4th, 2019, is a special day. And most of our people do not know it. Today begins a new year according to the Hebrew calendar. So I want to wish you, before we begin, a happy new year, a prosperous year, and a year that hopefully will be towards being more obedient to God and being successful in the sense of getting closer to the Heavenly Father. Remember the title of this class, where it comes from. It comes from Lamentations chapter 5, verse 21. And let's read that. Turn thou us unto thee, O Lord, and we shall be turned. This is the desire that we should have where we want to be closer to the Heavenly Father. And not just closer, but we want to be changed to be according to the image of His Son that pleased Him, that made Him happy, and by us pleasing the Heavenly Father, we in turn receive blessings. This is the desire that we should have for this new year. It says, renew our days as of old. And this is where we get the title from. Where we want to be renewed by the Heavenly Father. We want to come back to becoming a kingdom again. Becoming a nation. Or becoming a people. We want to be in our proper setting in our land. And blessed by the Most High. So Happy New Year to your brothers and sisters. And in case you did not hear the first lesson. Where we were speaking of having two different calendars. One that exists that is written within the Bible. One that if we study we will gain a great amount of knowledge. And the other one is basically a calendar that might seem Christian. Might seem that has some footing in the Bible. But in, in reality, when you study it, it goes back to pagan false gods that existed way before Christ even came. Let's get this scripture real quick. First Corinthians. Because essentially, what we have to understand is that we have to make a choice. We have to make a choice. We have to make a decision whether we're going to observe the days that God told us or whether we're going to observe the wicked holidays that are promoted in this society. 
So in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 20, it says, But I say that the things with the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils. Now the word Gentile means the other nations. Paul is letting us know that the other nations, what they celebrate, what they sacrifice to, is not to the Heavenly Father, it's to devils. And not to God, he says. And I will not that ye should have fellowship with devils. So even though they might disguise it as something that is Christian or relating to Christ, or something that might seem that is biblical, when you study the origin of that day or that celebration, such as, for example, Christmas, which we have spoken about in past lessons, or Thanksgiving, or New Year's, etc., April's Fool's, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, we could keep going on and on. All those days were days that were invented by man and are traditions of men that lead away from the commandments and lead away from being obedient to God that leads you into sin. It does not turn you closer to the Heavenly Father. It actually draws you away. So here it is that now we have the opportunity to choose. Whether we want to get closer to God or whether we want to get further away. And some of our people knowingly turn away from God and decide, I'm going to continue in the footsteps that I have been in the past, although now my sin is being revealed to me. I'm going to go into the darkness instead of the light. And the reason why they choose that is because they think, that there is no days that God commanded us to keep as holy. If they do find out that God gave us holy days, they go and say, well, Christ nailed those to the cross. And have doctrines that have been for centuries now that are incorrect. Their mindset as well is that those days are not days where you will have enjoyment. They feel that you will have a spirit of somber being you know uh, you like you know like how they be in the catholic church singing all that creepy sound <laughs> they be singing and it sounds like like a horror movie hallelujah you're like oh my god that's not how we sing to god there's no spirit no life no no genuine feeling what does paul say in first corinthians 10 and 21 you cannot drink the cup of the lord and the cup of devils. You cannot be like, oh yes, you know, I'm so Christian. I'm, I believe in God. Jesus this, Jesus that. But all you do is celebrate the wicked holidays that are out there. But when they tell you about the Sabbaths and the new moons and the high holy days of God. Oh no, no, we don't do that. We don't celebrate that. So replacing the commandment of God to uphold your own tradition. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and say you are of the Lord when you're celebrating and sacrificing to devils. You cannot be partaker of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. So one of the misconceptions that our people have is that the days that God gave us are so grave, so serious that we cannot enjoy ourselves, that the Heavenly Father it's not a God that gave us days where we could celebrate. That is not true. 
The Heavenly Father did give us serious days. Why are they serious? Because they are Sabbaths, meaning they have to be kept. They have to be honored. They have to be observed. That part of it is definitely serious. When the Mosai tells you to observe a high holy day and to be obedient to his Sabbaths, that is serious. Yes, the Most High God wants you to be righteous and not wicked. He doesn't want you to be a sinner. If he gives us a day to keep, we got to keep it as he instructed, as he commanded. But look what he said about his own days. If we go to the book of Numbers, chapter 10, and read from verse 10, he said this. Also in the day of your gladness. Also in the day of your gladness. So see what the Heavenly Father said right there? Those days that he gave us, as serious as they are, they're days that bring immense joy. So the part of it being serious is that it's a Sabbath, meaning in those days we cannot work, we cannot buy, we cannot sell. It's a day that is of relaxation. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with relaxing? What's wrong with taking the day off? And enjoying the company of your family, of those that are your friends, of those that you congregate with, your brothers and sisters in the truth. There's nothing wrong with that. But here it is that the Heavenly Father went and told us that these days are days of gladness. In the scriptures, we could find evidence that these days are actually days that you could enjoy. These are days that you could send gifts to each other. Give gifts to your kids. You're worrying about, oh man, I do this for the kids. I'll do this for the kids. You know, Christmas, man, I know it's wrong. I know it's pagan. I know it's not about Christ. I know it's devilish, but you know what? I do it for the kids. Because the kids, you know what I'm saying? They got to get their toys and the kids. No, you're not doing it for the kids. You're doing it for yourself. Maybe in your past, your parents didn't give you gifts on Christmas. Now you all caught up on gifts. Well, guess what? Every high holy day that God gives us, we have the choice whether we want to give gifts or not. When you read in the scriptures, there's examples of our forefathers celebrating with gladness and joy. I mean, talking about they have music, singing, dancing. And here it is that they were mindful of the poor, not once in a year, like how they do today. Oh, we're going to make sure that, you know, they have turkey because, you know, we don't want the poor to go hungry. So only on Thanksgiving, you care about them. That's the only time you hear about people trying to help the poor. But when you read in the scriptures, we it tells us to be mindful all the time. So what that means, the poor are taken care of daily. And when it comes to the high holy days, they also get to celebrate. They also get to enjoy because they were getting food, feasting. You know, being sent to them by their brothers and sisters. They were well taken care of. It wasn't this fake, I love you charity. It was the loving thy neighbor as that self type of charity. When you invite the person over, knowingly that they can't invite you to their home because they can't afford it. They're not wealthy enough or they're not well off to do it in turn back to you. But however, you did it because you said to yourself, I know I'm going to receive a blessing from the Heavenly Father. Plus, I want my brother to also 
be good. So these days are days of gladness. And in your solemn days, so are they serious days? Yes, the word solemn means is a serious day. Is a day to keep holy. Is a day that you do not want to break. And in the beginning of your months. So today, April 4th at sundown, begins a new month for us. So how do we celebrate this new year? How do we observe it? Do we observe it by having superstitious rituals? Oh, let's eat 12 grapes. Do we do some superstitious stuff to our homes? Oh, let's get rid of evil spirits. <laughs> no, we don't do any of that. Do we have to wait till midnight for a ball to drop? No, there's no ball dropping. As sundown begins this new day. And what do we do? Of course, we're going to study the scriptures Get our spirits refreshed. Get our batteries recharged. We're going to send up prayers honoring the Heavenly Father. Seeking repentance, forgiveness of sins, and asking for blessings. And then finally, we're going to enjoy each other's company. We're going to be singing, dancing, playing music, drinking wine, giving of gifts. And there's so much more. But you get an idea of how these days are celebrated. It's not a dead day. It's not like, oh, my God, is this day coming? Oh, I don't want to be here. You know, and the singing is not going to be like a horror movie from a Catholic nun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's going to be spiritual songs that we could enjoy. Whether it be rap music, whether it be R&B music, whether it be, you know, so-called gospel music, whatever. But it's going to be good music. Whatever floats your boat, right? So in the beginning of your months, you shall blow with the trumpets over your burnt offerings. The children of Israel, we sacrifice, but our sacrifice is to the Heavenly Father. It's not like how the other nations where they have, you know, their days where they were doing it to all these different false gods and to these devils and different spirits. No, we, we keep our days only to the Heavenly Father, only to God. We partake in the Lord's table. So the children of Israel, they gave burnt offerings and sacrifices of your peace offerings. And where were those things done? In the temple, which we do not have today, in Jerusalem. How do we keep this portion of the day. Well, our sacrifice is Christ. He is the one that God provided for us, knowing that we were going to go into captivity, go into slavery, knowing that the temple was going to be destroyed by the Romans and that there will be no altar to give the sacrifices. So therefore, the Heavenly Father provided for us a sacrifice that will cover these days. So it says that they may be to you, that these days may be to you, for a memorial. So we're supposed to not forget about these days. We're supposed to remember them. To the point where after the day is ended, we start thinking about, man, that was a good day. Remember when we kept this Passover? Remember when we kept this? We will be mindful of the times that we celebrated. Your children, if you do this right, your children are going to be looking forward to the feast days and the holy days that will come. 
that will be like, man, I can't wait for Passover. Man, I can't wait for Tabernacle. They will be excited because these are days of gladness. These are days where they get to eat certain meals that might remind them of the holy day, certain time period of the year that they look forward to. So these days are for our memorial, for us to remember. It says, before your God, I am the Lord, your God. So the Most High said, I'm your God. You need to follow me. I'm telling you what is good for you. Let's move forward in this topic because one of the things that people think is that there is no days that we have that we could observe. So they think that the days that exist in the calendar that is known to this world, the worldly calendar, they think that they should follow that because the tradition and the the moral story of it is good. But it did not come from the Lord your God. So how can it be good? When you start looking at what you're really doing to your children and to yourself, you will realize that it is of sin. It's, it's destroying you. It might be destroying you financially. It might be destroying you spiritually. It might be destroying the, the morality of your children and even of yourself. So they might think that there is no days that we have in the Bible that could be observed. Some go even further than that. They say, well, there's no calendar in the Bible. You're crazy. What you're talking is insane. Yeah.